Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Talk to Me Bestie podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Ivy. And we're excited to be bringing you another episode this week. Um, so today we are going to be talking about a little more about college and the fake sororities at our college and all of the drama dun, dun, dun. that went into that. Um, I was in one of them and Ivy thankfully was not. She really made the best decision. <laughs> um, but how was your weekend and your trip, Ivy? It was good. I had fun in Houston. Um, I got to get some in and out. Um, I really I've always had like an idea that I was gonna like move to Texas, like when I wanna like settle down, raise my kids or something. But like mm-hmm. after going there, they're like like they're the way they drive just <laughs> confuses the shit out of me. I don't know. And it's hot. So it's like uh maybe not. Okay, but is it that much hotter than Atlanta? Yes. Like really? It was like wet and hot. That's how oh, it felt. Like so humid. <laughs> and I was just like, I literally was like, Mom, take me back to Atlanta. She's like, You don't even like Georgia. Why would you say that? It was horrible. And also, like, you take the t- like the highway for everything. I had ordered something um, at a restaurant to pick up, and I saw the uh, street name matched my um, hotel street name. So I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's just down the street. No, it took me across the highway to this restaurant mind you they really are down the street it's just like why do i need to get on the toll to get to that side of the road oh it's a toll road i just go yes there's so many in houston so i was just like okay i don't like this at all and they drive crazy more crazier than atlanta yikes well i guess you're not going back there huh did you get anything um, while you were there, it. like shopping? I was actually good. Um, I went to the Galleria, and I didn't really find much there. But, hey, we're being better at our spending habits. You're more of an online girly, though. Yeah, I get easily influenced. So Yeah, I feel like it's easier <laughs> online. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. What about um, you? How was your weekend? It was good good Uh, we have been car shopping um (gasps) the car that i've driven forever or not forever seth has been driving for like the last year it's like Uh a very old car (laughs) um so we figured that was gonna die soon and it's like not fully (laughs) dead but it's not well it's almost there yes so we're like trying to figure out how to sell or like selling that getting a new one and it's like oh yeah we both have jobs like we can get a nicer car but then it's also mm-hmm. like oh that's so much money like it still feels like we're not actually adults so i don't know we're in the process of figuring that out oh so our weekends actually our weekend was like seth looked for cars and i was like mm-hmm. sure let's go look at them i like sat in the passenger seat and then after like an hour, I left and got lunch with a friend <laughs> and oh he looked at more cars and I met him for dinner. And so truly, 
I'm pretending that I like did all this work and I oh just was a little brat stall like, oh, this whatever you want. <laughs> I'm like literally all the feminism leaves my body when it comes to cars and things like that. Do you have a car you want, like a SUV or? No, like, I think drives. I'm going to look for like a little hybrid because uh-huh. the car that I drive is like a little SUV so we don't really need something big we just need yeah. to get to work from work but then it's like do we just go down to one car and I tough it out and ride the train but oh, the train no. is like <laughs> kind of scary and we don't live by a train stop so we're figuring it out Mm-mm. um oh so that was my weekend but I wanted to update you guys on my hair journey um <sighs> as we talked about like favorite hair products a while ago okay i've been Mm -hmm. using the day hair three-in-one styling cream for a few weeks now and three different times seth has been like what have you doing been doing with your hair it looks so good (laughs) recently so my favorite way to use i bought it for doing like slick back buns and stuff which it's great Mm -hmm. for but i actually my favorite feature if you will um is you put it on your wet hair right after you shower and then you blow dry it and it like okay. it thickens it up a little bit but it just gives it a little bit of like I don't know if structure is the right word but in my hair just like if it dries I have very straight hair but naturally it'll mm-hmm. have a few waves but with the styling cream it keeps it much more like I need better verbiage Together, maybe? Yeah, like more together. It doesn't look so stringy. And it lasts for Uh like days and days. And it just helps your hair like lay better. Um, Yeah. So I've like noticed it like even three days after I blow dry it with like dry shampoo. It still looks really, really good just because of the styling cream. So I highly, highly recommend you guys. Yes, and now we're on the topic of updates. I just yes. want to let you guys know that my workplace saga, I don't want to say it's over because mm-hmm. at the place I work with, things change 24-7. But guys, Work Bestie is here to stay for now. For now, yes. let's hope it's for a very long time. My annoying coworker got moved. So claps <gasps> for that, guys. Yay, for He's real. Gone. Um. All my friends are stayed. Basically, I was gone on um, Friday because of the road trip, and I get text messages like, oh, my gosh, they're moving stuff. They're moving <gasps> this girl's desk. Mind you, one girl, she, like, stormed out, guys, and she's been having, like, a whole bitch fit about this, <laughs> like, for three weeks now, and now it's like she's, like, pouting in the corner, but we don't care. Um So we're like, yay, we're together still. Cool. Shout out to our manager because – I think he likes us, and we're the only group that, like, didn't throw a bitch fit because we were like, uh, you moving her is not going to stop the laughing, so sorry for you. More water breaks yeah. for us, but um, <laughs> literally, yeah, so that, <laughs> so that happened, and then the annoying coworker had the nerve to come up. Every time he comes to the front, because now he's in the back, he's like, oh, I miss you guys so much. Oh, what are you no. guys talking Goodbye, about? Sir. Like, no, and it's so funny because we were so honest with him, but we think people don't take us seriously because we always follow <laughs> with the. <laughs> but he, we were like, "Oh no, we're good." Yeah, um, 
we just like it just being the girls. And then we add in the, <laughs> and then he just laughed. And I was telling my friend, I'm like, maybe that's why they don't take us seriously because we always like smile or laugh at the end. But I he think it's just a women thing because, yeah. And I think it's probably like a girl thing because you don't want a guy to like, snap at you especially how he is mm-hmm. we don't want her to be like well what does that mean you know yeah you have to add and a supposedly, little bit of yeah humor like cute cute little laugh laugh <laughs> like but cute i'm like little girlies <laughs> <laughs> like we don't want you here and we're glad yep <laughs> but like my manager was um saying because the desk next to my work bestie is uh he used to sit there so it's empty so he's mm-hmm. like oh um she really probably wants a new neighbor and he she probably misses her old neighbor and i la- i was whispering under my breath because sometimes i can't handle it i was like nobody misses and my mm-hmm. work bestie across was like shut up ivy and the <laughs> other one's like ivy i can't stand you stop because <laughs> it's like you're like sorry i'm so happy yeah literally sorry. well i'm so happy for you i know so let's just fingers crossed that they keep us together I mean, they will. At they the end will. of the day, I'm, we're still going to talk to her. Like, we literally talk in our group chat a lot. So it's like. Well, and it's like if you're going to talk near each other, you're actually going to be more productive than you would be apart. And working. Cause and, like, we'll, if you're going to – you're more productive if you are in a place you like and you mm-hmm. like and trust your boss. So if your boss is smart, he'll leave you so you don't, like – low-key revolt because <laughs> it's, it's yeah. hard to have motivation if you like don't have i don't know your people yeah, yeah. no for real like do you want me in the kitchen or at my desk you choose oh <laughs> the kitchen <laughs> so should we hop right into our topic today yes okay so little disclaimer going into this i just want to say like my these are my experiences and my opinions <laughs> with all of this like for some people this is great and all of this was amazing but for me it wasn't and this is what I took out of it I learned a lot um but I want to go through like the structure of these uh, literally me making a list format of what we're going to talk about <laughs> so okay whatever we'll just get in um So to preface, as we've stated, we went to like a small Christian college. And so with normal sororities, there's national chapters. And so at different universities around the country, you can go to like a Kappa Delta all over the country at different universities. Mm -hmm. But for us, they were like, no, you can't do that. So like 60, 70 years ago, the people at our school just like made their own. And so in making their own sororities, there was no like national chapters to keep them accountable because nationally you can't haze, you can't do all these things. There's laws Mm -hmm. because people have died and stuff. But at our school, there was like quote unquote administration who would look over it, would complain. And since it was Christian, all the sororities would claim towards the Bible and teaching you about Jesus. Even though it was like... Yes, it was basically an excuse to just haze you. Um, so the way that these sororities worked, uh, there was, as you rush in a 
national sorority um you rush like all of them at once and then you get bids from different sororities but at our school you had to just pick one sorority and then like be obsessed with it so you had to go to all these events and everyone tried to kind of like pigeonhole you into like one group so they would basically look at you and be like oh my gosh you would fit in this you would fit in this exactly and so it was very like, oh, well, that's a, every different club had like their look and what they were yeah. about and their it girls. And so it was like, if you didn't fit in that mold, like, good luck. Get out. In. And, and it's like another thing. Oh, I'm sorry. No, but go ahead. Just to like piggyback off that, because I remember um, one of the girls who had took off, took, um I can't talk either, took the lease from... Um, one of our roommates in our house. Mm-hmm. So mind you guys, she's a year younger than us. Mm-hmm. During our freshman year, she was coming to this thing that we, our school puts on that like everyone takes pictures. That's a little hashtag, like mm-hmm. letting people know they chose the school. And we were talking about it and she was telling me, you will not believe the amount of sorority girls who slid in my DMs that day and were telling me, rush this, rush this. And it was that one single club Mm-hmm. So when she finally got to campus, she was getting DMs that day too. Like, hey, we're doing this. You need to come. You need to come. Do you want to get coffee? You look like this is going to be so good for you. And in the back mm-hmm. of her mind, she was just like, how do you guys even know I want to do this? And what about yeah. the other clubs? You know, she never ended up doing it, which I'm so happy she didn't. Her boyfriend was yeah. husband now is in it. But like just knowing the way that they like the girls who – because she does fit that like – mold that, but yeah. just the way that they like were like vultures and we're like we need her we need her we need her it's like the concept of it's one of those things that you you would never talk about but it was just a thing and it was always mm-hmm. kind of like okay how do we keep our image up and who's gonna do that and not like grooming fully but also like ooh, you look well. like we could make you into one of our like And it was also very, like, there was a lot of instances when I was in my sorority and I was older, and we would be getting to rush season, and people would be like, well, there's no way she's getting in. Did you hear what she did in high school? And it was like, guys, like, give them a chance. Like, why are we already? There was actually one girl um, who literally every person was like, there's no way she's getting in. And she reached out to me. And so I was like, I'll get coffee with you. Like, I don't know you literally at all. And then she like, she ended up getting in and like, I mean, stayed in the club and was like great in it and everyone loved her. But it's like, it was very judgmental in the fact that like, yeah, if you didn't fit the mold, then there was something wrong with you. So that's kind of like, not something wrong, but like you didn't fit. And there was also the, the glorification of just like, Oh my gosh, let me <laughs> I'm not able to speak right now. Like they were glamorizing exclusivity and just being mm-hmm. like, well, we're the most exclusive. We're the most exclusive. We only want to take and our school was really small. So they would take groups of like eight to ten people each semester. Um and it was just a very strange environment. And I think I've been like thinking about this episode and I'm like, it's honestly sad to me the amount of like lack of self-worth self-worth I had to have to be able to be like 
oh yeah, I need to fit into that. And it's not bad to want to fit in and find your people, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. and do all that. But there is a difference versus wanting to find people who love and support you and wanting to find people who only like you because of how you look and who are willing Mm -hmm. to treat you like shit. Like, yeah. 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 The amount of like literal hazing and everything. And it's just like, I would never let someone treat me like that now. Like there's no way if this was their like induction or whatever. Um, Okay. So we'll go into like (laughs) the rushing process and then induction. Um, Do you have anything else to add before we go into that? I just like remember the flashback when you were going through induction because we had that one class together and oh it literally gosh. felt like uh, I met like some refugee child at in the war <laughs> and like because we were passing letters back and forth and we were like tell my mom <laughs> and like tell Seth <laughs> literally like, okay okay <laughs> okay you guys when I get into it you'll hear why oh my gosh okay but, like the only thing sorry no, the only no. thing I have to say is just from my point of view, it like the Greek club sounded appealing to me, but mm-hmm. then in the back of my mind, and I'm so happy I had this like worldview because usually, you know me, I like join stuff just mm-hmm. without thinking and then hate it later. But mm-hmm. when it came to the Greek club, I was like, no. I, I mean, I, it sounds fun. There's a couple times where I almost did mm-hmm. join a like two of them and then I pulled out last minute and I was like mm, no I don't yeah I don't good really choice to do this and like oh, yeah. looking since back at we it yeah since we weren't like real sororities we had to call ourselves Greek clubs <laughs> so mm-hmm. if you hear us <laughs> that's what we're referring to um okay so the process of rushing why IB pulled out very wisely multiple times <laughs> so uh, there's different Like the week after you get to campus each semester, there's like a week where every club has rush parties. So you basically go and every conversation is like this. Oh my gosh, it's so good to see you. I love your outfit. And then like two minutes later, you turn around and be like, her outfit is so ugly. Did you see her (laughs) earrings? Ew, look at her hair. Yes. So complete stuff. Like... Yeah, like a movie. Um, So you had to, if you were rushing, you had to like pick a club and then basically worship the ground. All of the girls walked on, follow them all on Instagram, like reach out to go to coffee with them and hope that they would vote for you. Mm-hmm. So there was like two, two rounds of voting. You had to get like a certain that every girl's picture was like put up on a projector And then the club, like, votes yes or no. And, like, you could speak for them, like, talk about their confidence or, like, about their personality, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So you had to get a certain amount of votes each night to get in. Um, And then on the night when the the newbies were chosen, it was called tap night because you're, like, tapped in. I don't really know why. But anyway, so picture us our freshman year sitting in our dorm and they say, we'll call you from 6 PM on and let you know if you get in. They, I didn't get in the first time I rushed, which I don't know why I rushed again, but so we're just sitting in our dorm room 
And they didn't even have the decency to call and say you didn't get it. And literally, so many girls on, like, our hall were, mm-hmm. like, crying. And you yeah. just watch outside the girl across from you running with her bags packed. Or, like, some clubs will come and physically get you. And you'll mm-hmm. hear, like, a, you need a pack. Like, yeah. I don't know how to – it was just, like, rough. Like, get up. Military yeah. style. And then, like – it just was so surreal because, like, you'll see RAs having to comfort um, girls, <laughs> who, didn't girls who didn't get in. Yeah. And then you'll see, like, girls, like, standing at this little flagpole waiting. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is horrible. So the it's extremes bad. were, like, you either get in and you get called and you have to run with your backpack outside and, like, stand outside for however long. Or you never get a call and you're just in your dorm. Yeah. And it was, like, brutal. So, if you were lucky enough to get in, I guess. I would say you're lucky if you didn't. Um, So, I got called, and then I had to run down to this, like, fountain area. And all the girls are there, like, in matching outfits. And this is a very big, like, showy night for the school. So, like, every club is in, like, matching outfits and, like, taking all the pictures. And it's, like, the biggest deal ever, quote, unquote. Um. So all the girls, like, if you're new, all the girls come and, like, hug you. They give you flowers. They're like, oh, my gosh, we love you. We love you. We love you. Which is all you hear the whole time. And literally two seconds later, they start screaming at you and throw you in a closet for two hours. Like, in a freaking closet with other girls. I sat there getting yelled at, crying. And and from that, that was a Thursday night. And we were with them until Saturday night. They told us we'd be with them till Sunday. So we just, like, didn't know. Also, it was your birthday weekend. Do you remember that? Yes. That's one of the worst <laughs> things. So I got in on a Thursday night. That Friday was my birthday. So Friday night, I'm like the whole time we have to look at our feet anytime we walk. We're pushed in cars. We're screamed at in cars. Literally, I got chewed out because I unfollowed a girl on Instagram after I didn't get in the first time. And I was like, I don't know you. Why would I follow you on Instagram if I literally don't know who you are? Like, I don't feel bad. Sorry. And I like, also... No, go ahead. No, the way was so crazy because after that, I remember one time we were driving around our town. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's the house Um, I had to get. It was the house that the girl did your letters for. Oh, for yeah. Some hole or something. But oh, I'll get to like, that. Ah, uh, yeah, that was the house I was in a hole. And I was just like, what the fuck just happened to you guys in here? Like- yes. <laughs> so that Friday night, um, so we would be put in cars and, like, screamed at. And we would just have to, like, sit there, whatever. And then um, we had to sleep on a tile kitchen floor the first night with no blankets. Um, and then we had to get up and go to class. And so, like, yes. that day – all the girls who didn't get in are like so sad, but the girls who got in are even sadder because they're literally being tortured. So it was my birthday. And so they were like, sing, ha- tell yourself happy birthday. And I was like, happy birthday. And they were like, you're so pathetic. You would tell yourself happy birthday. And they like ripped on me. And I was like, I don't know. So I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't have my phone, my computer, nothing. I had none of these things. They took them at the beginning of the weekend. It's my birthday. <laughs> and it's like, I, something about not being able to look up from the ground or talk to anyone is just like dehumanizing. 
Yes. So Ivy and I had the same class. <laughs> we had the same like religion class, I think. And I was like passing notes crying to her in this class. Like it was terrible. And like I was just I, you looked no offense, buddy, but you looked rough. Like it looked like <laughs> sure they like beat you up. And like it was just so it was like a movie like we were just because you know there were some girls in that class who were also in that group Mm -hmm. so we were just trying to like be slick with our like notes and stuff Mm -hmm. and because if anybody found out i was communicating that would be a problem and i was just like oh my gosh sarah no like and like (laughs) i was also going home that weekend so i was like oh my gosh i'm not gonna see her when she gets back how am i gonna know she's okay like i was so i think i was more stressed than you were i was like literally look what they did to her but then you were also like oh we've wanted this so of course yeah and that's the other day (laughs) yes the other weird thing is like i wanted to get into this so bad like, I put mm-hmm. so much into this, which is, like, saddest part. But anyway, on my birthday, I went to a school computer and emailed my now husband and said, hi, I'm okay. <laughs> and he, like, replied right away and was like, happy birthday. <laughs> it was very sad. But anyway, the rest of the weekend, so we actually had, like, for the induction right before it we had a little like lecture on what hazing is basically everything that we were about to experience and Uh then we got hazed into not being able to say anything about it so that was ironic um but we like were woken up so this hole in the wall that I was sleeping in so Friday night we went to this apartment after being like yelled at we would go in these like different dark rooms of this like church in like a bathroom a back hallway and people would like bang on the walls and we would have to recite scripture and like scream at them while they screamed at us just very weird um and so after like a day of that and then we had to do like entertainment so we'd have to like do plays for everyone but then everything they did they would tell us we were like horrible and ugly and so it's like okay it's the break you down to build you up philosophy that only is abuse um right so we get to this apartment and we're like sitting there and they're like okay go in this hole (laughs) in this house there was like a probably three foot by one foot hole in this wall that someone like finished it's literally a full room in there but there was just no real door. So they made us crawl in there. They turned off the lights, threw us these papers to memorize, and then said, good night. And I'm like, uh, can I take my contacts out? <laughs> so it's concussion just like, medicine. Okay, that was another part, you guys. I had really bad concussions at this point in my life. So I had to take medicine, and they didn't feed us. And so I told them I had to take food with my medicine so I was able to eat. Sarah. <laughs> okay, I was smart. Um, so that was one of my hacks. And then I also pretended that my head was way worse than it was because I didn't want to be yelled at. <laughs> so at one point, I literally, like, fell on a wall and, like, slumped down. And they were like, she's in pain. And I was like, yes, bitches, I am. <laughs> so I got to lay on a Extra couch. dramatics. Yes, I got screamed at while I was laying on a couch, actually. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But I'm like, 
here's the thing. Trump, like abuse is real. Yes, it's not like the most traumatic thing, obviously. But I'm like, why would you put someone through that purposefully? To be friends. And it's all like, oh, this is like so meaningful. And like my mom was in this and my mom did that. And like there were so we did this one thing where all the girls stood in a circle and like grabbed arms and you were put in the middle and you couldn't run out because like once you're in, you never get out. I got out. (laughs) I was the first one that did it that day. I literally fully got out. I like went behind someone's hip and got out and I was so proud of myself. And they're like, you cheated. And I was like, I was actually mad. I was like, no, I didn't. I'm stronger than (laughs) all of you. And then they like gaslit me into saying I was a cheater. And I was like, I am so done. Oh my gosh, Sarah. Yeah. So the whole like induction process. So you'd have like really high highs and really low lows, which was part of their like formula. I don't know if that makes sense. But it was like, we're going to like verbally abuse you and then tell you we love you so much for 20 minutes and pour out our hearts. And then the next few minutes, you are, like, ugly and unworthy of everything. So, it was quite the ride. But I will say, like, this is how cults happen and, like, manipulation and abuse (laughs) happens. Because at the end of it, we're like, oh, my gosh, I love it so much. I mean, y'all were so happy to get them shirts. I remember that because another one of our friends was in it too. And I was just like, oh, they just went through hell. But I guess it's all worth it at the end. Well, it's like to have the clout that it felt like on campus as a freshman to look at what we wanted to be looked at the way we looked at the people in the sorority when we were freshmen. Like, Mm -hmm. I firmly believe the only reason that things like that continue is because of this glamorized version it's it's putting people on pedestals and being like you're so amazing and then once you get to that age you're like you actually suck Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and the only reason you're here is because everyone I don't it's just very like it's a very weird culture yeah And I feel like the main thing, and like for some people, great, it's their thing, but there was like all the events. Then after we got done with induction, we had to do fundraising, which we had to raise like $30,000 or something insane. Um, And then it was like you had to go through all of these like still like months of little, like literally Mm -hmm. written tests to get in. And then it's like, you're in. And honestly, my first semester was the only semester where I was like, oh, this is fun. But I also had concussions the whole time and could barely go yeah. anything, if that says anything. Um, but I feel like for me, it was like once I realized who I was and that I will not be treated like that, I'm like, I don't need this literal letters on my body for people to like respect me. And like, that's mainly what it was. It was like, this is a logo for other people to be like, Ooh, they're cool. When it's in reality, it was like, um, you're saying a ton of racist things. And when I bring this up to you, like I'm gaslit. And that's like, uh, it was, it was a lot. 
And also, like, that's another thing I liked about your journey. Because, like, one of my biggest fears about you, like, getting into this club was, like, I was just afraid that you're going to get, like, a new group of friends. You're going to come closer. And then it's going to mm-hmm. be, like, not to sound like a baby, but, like, oh, Sarah's going to leave me behind. Like, you know. No, it's like, valid. Hey, like, she has these people they have a lot in common with. Like, yeah. They're going to get closer, you know, because, you know, we used to do everything together. Then I was like, oh, my gosh, now she has options. She can go <laughs> to the store with this girl. Like, like, <laughs> she doesn't yeah. need me anymore. But I think one thing Not I did true. like, like, is that I remember one time we had, I think we had like a crying moment. And I was like, you're going to like leave me and move in with this other girl. And, you're, and then you cried and I cried. And she was like, no, that's not true. Oh, my and, gosh. And so, so pure. <laughs> and so like. I was afraid, but I'm happy. Obviously, that never happened. But, like, that was in my mind because a lot of girls, when they join these, like, clubs out of school, uh-huh. I think it becomes their whole that later. Life. Yeah. Friends, you drop your friends you knew freshman year for these girls. Or maybe yeah. in some cases, because um, in, like, our school, freshmen can only rush spring semester. You have a whole set of friends. You have mm-hmm. fall semester. You drop them for your new friends. Yeah. And that was my fear because – one of our friends actually, like, did that to us, kind of. And yeah. it's just, like, she became what we thought you were going to become. And that's where I'm like, oh, my gosh, what's going yeah. Like, you know? Well, it's, like, the idea that, like, oh, I found something better. And, like, these <laughs> people – and the idea of, like, leveling up, which that's one thing I really hated about such a small school was that, like, everyone was in everyone's business. Yes. And the idea that, like – I feel like we had a unique – view of everything because our whole life wasn't there mm-hmm. and like I mean so I got in to my sorority the f- fall of 2018 spring 2019 I studied abroad so I wasn't even at school at all so I like only I didn't really talk to them at all and then when I came back I lived with Ivy and then it was just like I don't fit it. Like a lot of the girls I had gotten in with had graduated and everything. And then it was like, wait, I don't know anyone here. And I don't actually mm-hmm. like, I think if I would have stayed in, it would have been a different thing. But I was like, yeah. I just traveled with all these people. And I'm like, I have my solid, I'm just always a quality over quantity of friends. Like any day of the week, I'd rather have two friends than 20. Um, And I don't know. I just could never get behind I think the Christian aspect really watered it down for me because every – just being in a Christian school, you have to go to chapel twice a week. You have to take religion classes. And then if all of your extracurriculars are, quote-unquote, centered around Christ, it was like, mm-hmm. okay, but where's the validity in it? Because everything gets watered down. If you have so many Bible studies every week and you have so many devos, it almost becomes this like – how yeah and it's like how can I put on speak at this event and show that I'm a better Christian and yes it wasn't like that for everyone but I was like Mm -hmm. I just want to have fun like (laughs) I I get that it's great to have people to surround yourself to like pray with and do all these things but when it all becomes that it's kind of and just like a competition of like who's hotter what club is Mm -hmm. better it's like what is the point, guys? Like, we're going to graduate soon and none of this. <laughs> yeah. And, like, what really, like, kind of turned me off 
with them mm-hmm. because like, I'm a person like I accept people who how they are like yep. if you drink cool you smoke cool but with them it's like you have this perfect Christian girl exterior yep. but I'm hearing rumors in the back that you were basically getting like like yeah effed upstairs at somebody's party or mm-hmm. you're tripping on out acid outside my house right this sorority girl who I thought was like you know oh my gosh love it was yeah, very like, like double standard and there was never the the capacity that someone can be two things at once exactly like you can love Jesus and also like to drink you can do these things and there's not it's not just one mold and it was very toxic in the way that it was like we had rules. Our school had rules around drinking and then so did our the sororities and everything. And so parties became like people would literally go to parties to see who was there to try and turn them in and get them in trouble. <laughs> and it's like and then they would party the same too. Like yep. Like it was so annoying. Like And it's you, like can we just uh, have a code where we all like have the same stand it was <laughs> it was holding people to these high standards that weren't realistic and i mean no college kids should be held to these standards like no no we're we're dumb we're not perfect like we all should understand that like and there's so much more to this there's no reason for everything to be so serious and i don't know i always and like i'm really working on not taking things so seriously but i feel like being in that environment it made everything seem like such a big deal because you were around the same like a hundred people all the time like our school was bigger than that but at the events and stuff by the end of it I was like uh let's just stay home (laughs) I don't want to do anything (laughs) well that was me all all of the years yeah but you just chill at home and like I don't know it's just and I feel like when we get into part two like Mm -hmm. it'll get more juicier but like what we're giving you guys is like the watered down version because there's so much and there's so many tiny stories into one. Like we will be here for three hours. Yeah, we literally. Like sit here and dissect. Like just, I don't know. Sarah's like a reformed, like she like escaped the cult, honestly. Because I'm a reformed sorority girl. Um, yes. That's what I would like to be known as. But I don't know. I'm like, yes, you learn, you go through experiences, me like trying to find a lesson out of this. But I'm like, I you learn from everything. And I think for me, it was good because I'm like, okay, I've always had this idealized version of like, oh, being in a sorority and being all these things and whatever. But it's like, if what that you can have ideas of things, but when it's actually in real life, and you're yeah. a part of something, no matter what, a group of 60 people, no one's gonna agree. But if there are people who are saying racist comments in the same shirt that I'm wearing, that associates me with that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't want to be a part of that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to have some individuality and separation and not saying you have to agree with everything, but there has to be a balance of knowing like your self-worth versus like mm-hmm. what you think this is going to do for literally your Instagram bio. <laughs> And that's so true. And I think it also, like, like from me, the outside looking in, I feel like with you, it just, you were the individual piece of that group mm-hmm. because a lot of people would not stand up. Like, you stood up for your values, even though mm-hmm. you were gaslit, you still, 
you know, were like, no, don't do that. And like Mm -hmm. other girls can't say the same, you know? Yeah. Even though I know there's some girls in there who are just like you, but just want to like, you know, keep quiet just because they like want to fit the, you know. Yeah. It's so toxic. I'm like if we're talking about like, I don't know. I just feel like my personal experience with all of it was just very hypocritical. And like Mm -hmm. it seemed so – if the Christianity piece, the religious piece would have been taken out for me, I think it would have been so much better because I'm like, okay, yeah, we can have – yeah, there's a crazy induction or whatever and like we're doing all these events and things. But don't try and tell me that you verbally abusing me is trying to teach me about Jesus. Like, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh-uh. Yeah. But there. lesson learned, you know? Guys, you live and you learn. And mm-hmm. we're figuring it out. I feel like I'm saying that like every day 20 times. At I mean, we are. We're life. in our 20s. This is yep. time to figure things out. I also you know? am just trying to remind myself like, we're still very young. Yeah. Like, we don't need to have it all figured out, even though I'm like, I want to have it all figured out. Me I never too. will. Yeah. You know. Hey. Um, but- guys, the best part of my day today, so I am gluten-free by choice, but every <laughs> once in a while. So I don't want to develop a gluten allergy because I know people – do if they don't eat it enough yeah so every once in a while i just like like to eat a little bit pasta so yes so today i was leaving work and i decided to stop by my favorite new york style pizza place (laughs) and i got they have like super good piece my favorite it's like this pepperoni and then there's like those like big white blobs of cheese and they put (gasps) to try that they put spicy honey on it Yes, I did say spicy. I do like something spicy. <laughs> um, so I went and got that, and then I actually got an extra one and dropped it off at our friend Paige's house because it was on we our way home. at Atlanta. I know. So Ivy needs to live by me, so I'll just drop off pizza yeah. randomly. Uh, so I, that was the little treat to myself today. I was like, you know what? I'm We're so just happy. going for it. Well, when I come visit, hopefully in the summer, guys – We'll see. Yes. But take me there because that sounds delicious. Oh, it's amazing. You guys, I've really been stepping up my like restaurant game in Chicago, like finding oh, yes. the best places. Um, so at my work, we have a lot of like CEOs and like it's a very high end clientele. And so we've been helping this guy who owns like literally my favorite restaurants in Chicago. They're like all owned by him. Just like different facets. We got burgers at one of them when you were here. Yes. Um, So we're like, I can like get the reservation link from the owner. So I'm like, Ooh, I can't wait to come. I'm stepping up my game. And where was this one? I feel like you need to have it when I'm there. Cause you know, I love a good restaurant. Like, love. No, and then on Saturday when I left Seth at the car dealership (laughs) to to deal with all of that, um, I went to – Paige and I went and got lunch at this place called Summer House. Mm -hmm. Um, And I swear to you, like, everyone in Chicago – like, the elite of Chicago showed up there. Like, 
people it looked like we were in new york people were in like oh my god designer it was crazy but we had like the best cocktails and stuff so we have to get lunch there when you're here so i'm planning a food tour Do i need to book a week is that what it's sounding like literally a full week <laughs> can you work remote or not i can pull some strings they would let me Oh, you can work here in my little home office. I can. Like, hi, Sam. I am on. I'll be like, I'm leaving at 2.30. Bye, guys. <laughs> Did you see that Betches posted a thing yesterday and it was like, when, you're, when your PTO gets denied and you're already in the airport? <laughs> I wish they would try me with my PTO. Excuse me. It's PTO for a reason. Like, mm-hmm. you, this is a mind. <laughs> And I'm at the point where it's like, you don't even have to pay me. Just let me not come in. Like, literally. Bye. Just give me a break. <laughs> but, guys, I really do hope you guys enjoyed a little chatter about Sarah's sorority life. This is yes. part one. Part one, guys. Come in for part two for the juicy topics and like reflection yes. with Sarah. Like, little Halo yes. music at the end. Ah. We had our little overview today and we'll go into some more details on our part two. So if you guys enjoyed this one, please subscribe and rate and review and all of the things. We love you and we will talk to you next week. Bye, besties. (laughs) 